You work with high value, high net worth individual clientele. Right. Yes. And this is how they think. This is how they operate. This is how they move their money around. Yeah. They put in $100,000 into the life policy. They put in a hundred and they can take out 60, 70, $80,000 the next week. You can get anything in life you want by helping enough other people get what they want. I bought it with a valuation of 30 million and now it's worth 300 million. Mm -hmm. That's a 10X. You get 10X right. that amount when some other company right. wants to absorb it. Yes. They need to pay you because you your stock is a form of ownership. Uh, absolutely, okay. yeah. It's a policy that you don't have to die to use. Oh. That's what I'm getting at. Whoa. Tax free. Tax Whoa. Free. That's leverage on top of leverage on top of leverage. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry it's not cold. Oh, but, uh, it's all, all good. Right. All right, that's cool. See, I was gonna have one. I had a I had a Focus Aid before I came here. Oh yeah. So nice. yeah, the Focus Aid. I'm telling you, I am like front and center. I am at attention like the whole time. Nice. I'm just like. And it's amazing. It's really, it's quite impressive. I so, got to say, I do it right before I sit down to head it because I'll wake up, do my Bible study, hit the gym, yes. clean, eat. And by that time, it's like noon. I'm just a little tired. I'm like, yes. I, I can take a nap. I do that. I'm in the zone. It, I'm, I'm telling you. When I'm, you know, I know I have like a serious meeting. I want to be, I want to be on my game. I'll, I'll put that, you know, I do the powder. I just throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's really good. Uh, but these, obviously, the energy drinks, I mean, those are just... Oh, yeah, that's a bomb. Yeah, I mean... They, I've never been into caffeine. Right, And I right, tried my right. first energy drink last year, and it was Seth Halsey's. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, this works. Like, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. And then you taught me how the, the sucralose yeah. destroys your gut, and that turned me off. I was like, because I felt it. Yes. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's why I haven't been feeling so great correct correct and and also you notice it's a clean caffeine as well yeah so, what's that mean so it's not unlike unlike you know the other ones are sourced in china they get their caffeine from china right so you know obviously you know uh we love the chinese people <laughs> excellent takeout but uh but uh, but no, like no, no caffeine. Oh yeah, we, you know the things that we're actually ingest in our body. You want clean, right. clean caffeine. It's uh, no where it's sourced, organic. Exactly, all that stuff. exactly. So everything's organic, uh, awesome. all natural uh, sweeteners, and um, you know just the, all the ingredients. It's it's the good stuff, and so it's recovery, right? So you've had a great great workout. You have a recovery plus the energy keep you sustained, and you're not going to crash, right? So I've cool. seen that, mm -hmm. how, how it's a very light, yes, yes. slow down. Yeah, it's yeah. very natural for healing. Correct. And correct, I don't right. get the jitters or anything. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. That's so it. how do you get involved with, with these guys? Uh, so I am very, I was very blessed. Um, I have, a matter of fact, tonight, my uh, my business partner is coming in from Newport Beach, California, Scott, Scott Grove of Capstone, uh, Capstone Financial. He is uh, the, uh, probably one of the, premier mass mutual life insurance companies. So I, I do place a lot of my life insurance through him mm -hmm. and he and I, we did a, a really sizable case and he's like, you know, Randy, you know, you might want to start, you know, placing some money in private equity. Right. So 
you know, the typical person is always, oh, you know, buy the S&P 500 index fund, sure. and, you know, large cap, mid cap, small cap. And like, I'm like private equity. I'm like, you've got to be, you know, tens of millions of dollars. That's what, that's my concept of private equity. Introduced me to uh, a gentleman uh, and his sister, uh, Philip and Paulina Chabotarov, Cambridge SPG, uh, also in Newport. And they just, you know, they, they, they're like, hey, we're doing these deals. And he sends me a deck, an investment deck for this company called LifeAid. I'm like, LifeAid? I'm like, I drink that every day <laughs> at the gym. Right. You know, FitAid, LifeAid. And uh, like literally my gym, turns out, Hard Exercise Works up in Jupiter, uh, Florida, is like the number one like gym of sales Get out. for FitAid. I'm like... So when he's like, you could actually invest in that company, I'm like, get out of town. So yeah. so that was like just was it was like, where do I set you know, where do I wire the money to? Yeah. So <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um man. So so private equity, mm -hmm. just uh like I'm kind of new to all this sure. investment world stuff. So what exactly does that mean? All right. So again, you've got publicly traded stocks, okay. right? Like a Coca-Cola, a Pepsi, uh things like that that are that are on the public market, mm -hmm. right? So you go to the New York Stock Exchange and I want to buy, you know, $50,000 or $100,000 worth of Coca-Cola, right? So you're buying it on the secondary market, right? So it's already had their initial public offering and you're buying shares. Kind of like a resell. Yeah, yeah. So I'm buying it. Yeah, it's like buying a used car. Okay. Instead of buying it directly from the dealership, you're buying it from your your friend Tom, you know, who's who's driven it for ten thousand miles, and now now you want to buy it. Right. So that's that's in the secondary market, and then uh, private equity is a company that is depending on their stage of maturity, right? So it's either a startup or it's been you know it's got ten million dollars of revenue or twenty or thirty or forty million whatever stage of maturity it is um, and has yet, you know, we got what is called like a series A funding, series B, C, and then, and then ultimately, you know, they're wanting to become, you know, public, publicly traded sure. or either acquired or go public. So it's kind of like a shark tank episode. Uh, yes, sir. Where, where yeah. you're the, the shark tank. Yes. Okay. Great. Good analogy. Good. Now, I mean, uh, simpler analogy. Yeah. So the idea is that you're investing in a company that's still private right so right. it's not gone public yet so that it's private equity as opposed to public publicly traded right so you're investing in a company and what's very exciting uh i don't know like i i've had my you know i had i got my stockbroker's license when i graduated high school so sure. when i was 18 so i i've always known you know the public markets and you know it was it was just that that's the way you invest and, and then I'm saying, you know, a company like FitAid, uh, like Tosi, uh, Salty, uh, you know, companies like these that you've got a, a founder like, uh, Aaron and Orion, they're the two founders mm -hmm. of, uh, of, uh, LifeAid. And these are guys that number one, they're, they're, you know, they're good athletes and they also have a business mind and they're like, you know, we want to drink something healthy. Right. And uh, without the chemicals, you know, so we, we want a good recovery drink and without the chemicals. So think about two guys that wake up every morning and, you know, eat, breathe, sleep and, you know, advancing life aid. Right. Right. So that's exciting. So that's what I want to I want to be a part of something like that. 
So it's a little bit more personal. You get to know the guys. You kind of ha- are. Are you on some? Not necessarily like the board, but but you have a little bit of influence. Uh, I, again, I mean, uh, the the main you gotta you gotta you know you don't want to have too many cooks in the kitchen, sure. right? So so people like uh, like a Philip Chabotarov, he's gonna he's gonna be the one. So he's has investors, you know, that are raising five, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So. I talk to Philip and Philip talks to, to them. Right. So, okay, uh, okay. but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, sure, I don't want to, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you know, so I, and I definitely don't want to come off as more important than I am. Cause I'm not, <laughs> uh, it was a, like Randall who, <laughs> <laughs> although I have had the privilege of meeting them and I just, uh, they're just good guys. I, yeah. I love to talk to the management team. And again, like you wouldn't do that with, the president of Coca-Cola, sure. right? Um, but these are guys and gals that are, you know, again, they're uh, like, we're investing in like um, preferred stock and they own common stock. So how and where they get paid and they're incentivized for that stock to move. Even right? more than the yeah. public. Yes. Okay. So they want to, they want to, they want to ramp this up. Right. So, Again, they're not usually taking big salaries, right? A, sure. a founder of a of a private equity firm is not making hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. Their equity uh, in that company is what they're they're building. Okay, so I want to uh, get into understanding that a little bit, but let me just confirm with you so I have a good understanding. Yes, I feel like a lot of our viewers, they're younger people, right. might not quite understand stock so much. So let's. Good. Let's go to the publicly traded, explain yes. this ever so slightly, and then go over sure, and dive sure. into that a little bit deeper. Perfect. So the publicly traded, a company will put out a certain amount of stock. Yes, shares. Yes, yes, the shares. People will buy up the shares. Mm-hmm. Then the company takes that money, reinvests it into the business, and kind of grows it that way. Is that the idea of it? Uh, in the in the private side or the public? The public side. Okay, well, the public, yeah. Uh, usually when it goes public that it's that they're already it's further along the maturity line okay, okay all right so to your point daniel is the what what's important about like on the private side to understand on the private side and this might will might answer the question on the public but the private is is the idea that uh when we do a capital raise those funds are going towards marketing sure uh expanding you know product line uh, expanding, uh, you know, the, the, the development, you know, uh, like one of the companies we are involved with is, uh, Salty, Salty, uh, the, the you know, the glass, uh, glass, uh, immunity drinks. Yeah. 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 They've had those. So, um, you know, again, uh, t- delicious out of San Diego, uh, really, really good. Everything's again, organic Ryan, Ryan O'Donnell founder, just an am- another amazing story. Just really, really cool. So as I said, I'm very blessed to hear, to be introduced to like guys like that through Philip, you know? right? And again, the deal flow comes through. I mean, like California is like you know. Why do you think it's such a hot spot for for business? I mean, uh, being that yeah. they're taxed out right? the wazoo and all this stuff, exactly. like why is exactly. it? No, there. I I think there's a, obviously a lot of reasons. Um, but yeah, there's, it's just, it's like a, you know, like the, you, you know, the concept of like a brain trust, right? You yeah. just, you're, you're in, you know, from a technology standpoint, people are, you know, they're just healthy people, you know, they're exercising, they're out, they're out and about. So, you know, it's just that lifestyle. They, they, 
you know, they want to, they want to it's a port right free thinking, yes. healthy. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I think it's also, I mean, I, I, I think I would say, I think it's a over, you know, the whole, you know, I don't, I don't want to go political, but you know, depending on who and where you're getting your news from, I, th- I think they over exaggerate the liberal progressive agenda there. I think so too. Cause I, I hear from everybody that's not there yeah. how crazy it is right. and the riots and the right. homeless and all this stuff. And then I go there and I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. It's not that bad. It's not that bad at all. It's great. I, exactly. If you, you turn on like certain channels, you're, you would imagine that like, you're, you know, there's going to be a, a sh- drive-by shooting and like, you know, <laughs> and then you're stepping in feces and totally. like the tent, tent cities. And I'm like. And that everybody there is so radicalized yes, and yes. it's just not the case. But suffice to say, and by the way, FitAid is Northern California, uh, Santa Cruz, Santa mm-hmm. Cruz, California. I hope I explained it. Private equity as opposed to going out into the markets and uh, investing in, you know, investing like in the Vanguard, you know, index fund, sure. ETF, um, you know, again, it's not to take anything away from that. Um, you know, that's a great, great way to start. So yeah, so it's a little bit people, more safe. Yeah. It's a little bit more secure yes. a little bit? Yeah, uh, a, a whole lot, yes, okay. yes. Okay, okay. And yet... You know, obviously the the you know it's the return should be commensurate with the amount of risk, right? Sure. So you know, again, a company that's still starting up um, is going to have more risk than a company, excuse me, like Coca Cola that's been in business since you know the eighteen hundreds or sure. something like that. Now, unfortunately, Coca Cola's share is not going to go from eighty dollars a share to one hundred and sixty. Right. Right. Yeah, you're not going to get this crazy uh, return. return yeah. But you also know, you know, you're going to buy it for the dividend. You're going to buy it for the stability and some growth. Okay. So just so I understand, the publicly traded side, they sell the shares. People buy them. Uh, it, it. They're already at a point where they don't really need that capital, but it gives them a little bit more credibility. And then as people resell the stock. Mm-hmm. They're making money off of it. Now, the company's not really making money. It's correct. just the person selling the stock. That's correct. So, But the incentive to have the, your stock go up versus down is reputation? Uh, well, again, I would also say the, uh, say, say management is maybe compensated in shares, right? Oh. So, like, they're, uh, like our, our boy uh, Elon Musk, right? Right. He gets paid in shares. Right. So when his stock goes up, his net worth is going up too. Exactly. So I that's see. why you hear, oh, he's the wealthiest guy in the world. Oh, he's not the wealthiest guy. You know, the guy. Right. So it's based on the performance of of that stock. Oh, I see. And like, I had a, a friend of mine work at Apple. Okay. And he just worked at an Apple store in the mall. Right. But they had options each month to get paid in stock. Yes. And so that would... Like over the couple of years he was there, he got like $10,000 worth, kept it in there. Beautiful. And then it just kept going up and up and up at, even after he left the job. That's fantastic. That's right. fantastic. And that's, and again, great, great story about that. Um, you know, uh, one of my, one of my friends, she was, she did all the moving for the Home Depot executive staff. So she was, so she was really well versed. She spoke to a lot of the Home Depot uh, higher ups and this one guy was a manager with them for like, you know, from the get-go. And uh, he's like, oh, he's like, she, he invited her and her husband to uh, one of his Christmas parties. And he's like, oh, you want to see my my $300,000 roof? And he's like, you know, she's looking at it. It's like, your house is only worth, you know, like, you know, 250000 He's like, sure. no, I had to sell shares of Home Depot 
my you know my Home Depot shares. Oh no! If I had if I had held on to those shares, <laughs> that thing would have been worth like three hundred thousand dollars. So, and oh, by the way, this geez. story is like that's at least twenty five years old. Uh, twenty five years ago. Uh, so now it would have been even worth. Oh my goodness! Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Unfathomable. But, but that's that's the concept of why uh, shares are so valuable. <clears throat> so it's it's way once the company has issued their shares, they've gone public. Now they've got all this money and they can, you know, do with it however they want. Well, not however they want. Now they're publicly traded. They have to answer to the board. Right. And the sh- ultimately to the shareholders. But again, there's... And the it, board it, is like a representative of the average shareholder, yes. almost like a, how the government uh, operates. Well, yeah, but yes. Well, more efficient than the government. Okay. <laughs> um, no, what I would say is that they are, um, they are, uh, to your point, they are incentivized to to raise that share price because they're all kind of in on it. Uh, correct. Well, they're all every you know, again. You're you're investing. You buy. There's only one reason to buy a stock, right? Uh, shares of a stock, so that you make some capital. Exactly, as uh, Jim Cramer said. There's a lot of reasons for comp- you know people to sell their shares, but there's only one reason for uh, an executive to buy shares, right? Mm. So. That's because he want he or she is expecting that share price to go up. Right. So that's that is unto itself one of the one of the things that people observe. You know, it's called insider buying. So if you're the you know the CEO or the CFO or the chief investment officer, and you see you actually when you are an executive, you actually have to file when you're buying shares. So you actually right. have to tell the public, "Hey, I'm buying." So that. And they and, and people can kind of like read up on that and they'll, and they'll exactly. buy because they're like, that's oh, if correct. that guy thinks exactly. So insider buying is fine. Yes, but insider trading that's when it's illegal. Well, exactly. That's that's if I'm the president of the company and I and I say, hey, Daniel, you know, we might be having, you know, we're going to be getting a contract with with X Y Z company and our share price is going to move. That's insider trading. Okay, legal okay. for our Congress people. Right, but well. uh, <laughs> but again, that's but I if I'm if I'm in the company and I'm you know and I'm I'm an executive of the company and I want to buy shares, I'm I'm good to go. But I do have to file it. Right, to, there's a filing form. The idea is that um, there there's when I invest in private equity. Uh, number one, it's a product that I love. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, uh, you know, salty. Uh, life aid. I mean, as I said, <laughs> excellent product placement there. Uh, you know, these are products that I a number one I use, and number two, it's it's the con- you know good for you, consumer good sure. for you, uh, uh, organic. Uh, you know, it's it's good for you products. Okay, so I have a good understanding mm-hmm. of why you would invest in private equity. Yes, and I have a good understanding of how you make money through the publicly traded stock. Yes, how do you make money? Through the private equity. Excellent question. So what we're ultimately expecting is is a is a, what is called an exiting event. So we're looking for an exiting event. Uh, I've I've purchased shares of of LifeAid, okay, mm-hmm. and at a set price, a set valuation, and you know, say the company you know was worth twenty million dollars at this time, and now somebody comes in five years later and they're saying, yeah, that company is worth, you know, $300 million or half a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's where we, you know, so then they're going to 
sell. We're going to sell the shares to XYZ company and they're going to, they're going to buy the share and we own X number of shares. So that exiting event is, so I, I bought it with a valuation of 30 million and now it's worth 300 million. Mm -hmm. That's a 10 X. Right. Right. So whatever you put in, you get 10 X that amount when some other company wants to absorb it. They need to pay you because you, your stock is a form of ownership. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. So and so some people would hang on even past the exiting event. Uh, or yeah. no. Uh, you know what? It's depending upon how they how, how it's worked. Okay. Uh, I'll give you, for instance, I invested in a, a company called Vive Organics. Vive Organics. Also the immunity shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, cold pressed, you know, uh, immunity, uh, health, health shots, you know, digestion, um, uh, all these really good. Now they've got caffeine uh, shots too. It's really, really good. And mocha and Coco, uh, they got acquired by Suja. So I, I had private equity. I had uh, preferred shares of Vive. Stick with me. Vive Organics <laughs> got acquired. Oh, by the way, so Vive Organics was owned 20% by Pepsi. Okay. And Pepsi had a first right of refusal to acquire the company based upon however, you know, however well they performed. Sure. So... And I'm talking to Philip uh, Chabotarov, and I'm like, how are we doing? He's like, dude, we are crushing it. You know, like, we're, like, so far ahead of our numbers and everything else. He's like, we're totally going to, you know, he's like, at the end of this this period, uh, Pepsi has the right to go in for that 12-month trailing, you know, whether it was their 12-month trailing revenue numbers, and acquire the company at a certain price. Well, so I'm like, oh, dude, we're totally going to get acquired by Pepsi. Right. Well... Company comes in, Suja, so you've seen Suja before as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they come in, they're like, yeah, Pepsi, step aside. Uh, we're, we're, you know, this is, you're going to pay this. We're going to pay, like, so much more. Wow. And the board of directors is like, yeah, we're taking Suja's offer. So Pepsi, you know, no, Pepsi still owns 20%. So they're getting, they're getting it either way. Okay. But uh, Suja in 22 uh, did... 200 million in sales. Whoa. Vive Organics did 40 million in sales. So the two of them together, and they're expected in 2023 to hit the $300 million mark. Wow. Amazing. It's, it's, it's so crazy. And so, so, and so let's say a smaller company like Vive. Yes. Uh, it's performing well, right? Um, A bigger company sees that and goes, Hey, if we acquired them, ramped up production, put it in more stores, use our resources to make that product more available. We yes. see the trend of people liking it yes. and we'll assume that that continues. Perfect, perfect, uh, perfect. Okay. Daniel. I cool. mean, that, okay. excellent explanation. So, and yes, so you've got Suja in Publix, in Walmart, in mm. Whole Foods, and and now all of a sudden they say, okay, our dis- distribution channel. So you got a company that's doing 200 million in sales. Uh, they've got a serious inroads into all these companies, right? So now they've got another product, Vive. So they're talking to their buyers, right? Hey, you know what? I, we want some shelf space for uh, Vive as well. So now they're coming in, and it was, it was really it was quite interesting. I remember w- going into my Walmart uh, up in Jupiter, and uh, I'm looking, and I'm seeing Suja, Suja. And that was it. It was Suja, Naked, and Bolt House. Those were the right. three companies. Yeah. Well, um, 
all of a sudden I see, you know, I, so I'm part, I, so I, by the way, to answer your question, so I had shares of, of Vive, they came in, I got basically my money back and I got uh, a portion of Suja stock. Oh. Which is, so now I'm, I'm part of Suja. Oh, cool. Okay. So I, with Suja acquiring Vive, now I, now I'm, now I'm cheering for Suja. So now I go into Walmart and I'm seeing Suja and Vive Organics, which is awesome. And so you're, you can see that and be like, I'm double to hip in here because that shelf space was at one point just Suja. Suja, but now I, I have stock yes. interest in both. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that, uh, and by the way, is this all right? I mean, oh, you're enjoying is, the conversation. Yeah, this is great. Right, good, oh my good, gosh. Good. Yeah. So. I, I, I really don't know anything about any of this. So okay. this is, this is nice. Good. I've always had, not to cut you off, but I've always had this rudimentary understanding uh-huh. taught by my grandparents, never spend more than you make, mm-hmm. make sure to buy everything in cash, that mm-hmm. mentality. Right. Which is good. Sure. But a little sl- unrealistic in how money works because what, what I'm understanding is, mm. is like you wouldn't put all your money into a stock right. and then just like wait until some exit event takes place sell it all, and then you go, okay, now I have money. You almost use that ownership, that equity, right. Right. and you could then go be like, hey, this is my net worth. Right. I don't even need to sell it. I can just go to a bank now and go, hey, can I take out a loan, and this is what I'm worth. Right. And then the bank goes, yeah, I mean, yes. you, you could pay it back if you had to. Yes. You know, like that. So we're going to trust you with this. Yes. Then you take that and you use that to go do other business things, go invest in properties, make the money that you're making from that yes. to pay off the loan. And then your net worth just grows and grows and grows. Well said. Okay. Well said. And, and to piggyback that. Um, so again, I mentioned that my, my business partner, Scott's coming into town. He's with uh, capstone, which is a mass mutual uh, life insurance office or financial office. And so what I do in addition to the private equity is uh, institutionally priced cash value life insurance. So institutionally priced, it's not a typical retail product off the shelf of, you know, most insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an institutionally priced share uh, of institutionally priced uh, whole life policy uh, where, for instance, a client, for an example, client puts in $100,000. Um, so they're going to do their insurance premium for the next five years, $100,000 a year. Uh, example, one of my clients, they're like, Randy, I've got half a million dollars sitting in my money market account earning like, you know, 3% interest. Right. You know, it's like dead money. Like, what do I do with this? Right. And what am I going to, and like, again, what am I going to tell them? You know, like put it all into the S and P 500 index fund. Right. Or, you know, I mean, the market's volatile to say the least. Sure. So I said, how about $100,000 a year? We're going to do a five pay. So $100,000 a year for five years into this this institutionally priced whole life policy. Well, Randy, what do I want to do that for? Well, number one, you know, you're you're a father. You know, you've got estate planning issues. Uh, now, and number two is you're never going to be younger and healthier than you are today. Sure. Okay. But that $100,000, day one, that cash value is anywhere from sixty to eighty thousand dollars. What's that mean? Uh, meaning they can access. They put in a hundred thousand dollars into the life policy, mm-hmm. uh, institutionally priced whole life policy, cash value, uh, and the cash value 
You put in a hundred and they can take out 60, 70, $80,000 the next week, the following week. So to your point, um, it's not the end all be all just to leave it in there. Uh, and in the life insurance, it's to get that money. It's to leverage the, the money. Right. So we take, and, and again, you could kind of see where I'm going. We put the, we put the money into the whole life and then we borrow out the money and invest in these private equity deals. Right. So we do both. And the reason why you'd want to put it into a life insurance policy mm-hmm. is because it's pretty much like a savings account a little bit tax-free. Tax-free. Tax right. Tax efficiency, right? Right. The, the tax efficiency of life insurance. And again, back to your, your question, you know, your story about grandma and grandpa. Um, think about like the average dividend on a, on a whole life policy. I think it's about like 7.8%, which is... Pretty impressive, but when you get a taxable equivalent yield of 7.8%, right? based upon, again, the, those California or New York or New Jersey, you know, high income, you know, you've got state income taxes. This is completely off the radar screen if, right. if you do it correctly. So, and we're borrowing it out. We're not actually taking a, a distribution. Right. You're taking it, you're borrowing it out. So in essence... It's not triggering any 1099s from the IRS. But what else in the state of Florida, Daniel? We are an unlimited creditor protection. We're a homestead state which offers uh, unlimited creditor protection. What does that any, mean? Uh, so homestead state goes back to like the... Um, homestead f- Act? Uh, correct. So the homestead is... It goes back to the farmers. So... You know, grandma and grandpa had a farm and they borrowed money to to, uh, you know, to put their crop, you know, to, to plant their crop. The dust bowl comes through. They lose their farm. They can't take the homestead. So they can't. So nobody could ever take your house from you. Uh-huh. So that that was the concept of like your homestead. Right. I did. A, I did a short film once about uh-huh. the Homestead Act. And that's right. the only reason how, how I is. know. And so the idea was, at least in the film, uh-huh. Out west, the yes. government incentivized people to move out there. Yes. And if you can make something of the land, mm-hmm. it's yours. There it is. There so, it is. okay. So no one will ever take your homestead. Right. right? So any, and in that, so in the state of Florida, your primary residence is, you know, I hate to use the example, but, you know, O.J. Simpson, right? <laughs> so O.J. Simpson, you know, basically gets, gets uh, um, well, it was in the civil courts, you know, a, 30, 32, I think it's a $32 million civil judgment against him in the state of California. So he's getting sued for that much? Civilly. Okay. Right? So criminally, he was exonerated. Okay. But he, in the civil court, it was a lower bar that they had to, to prove his his uh, his guilt. So he's guilty of, of that. Mm-hmm. Where did he move to? Sold all of his assets in California and moved to the state of Florida. So that way... If they were to try to come after him for that much, he goes, hey, I don't have that much. They can't go, okay, well, then we're going to take your cars and your house and all this stuff. The house is now protected. The house is protected. And what else is protected? His pension from the NFL. Really? Which is in an annuity, a life insurance product called an annuity. Okay. So the NFL pension, that money is completely creditor protected. So he's on the hook for $30 million with the Brown family and the Simpson family, right? They're not getting anything because of that money that's in the homestead, and as well as a life insurance product. 
not necessarily a life insurance policy, which well, that's what we were talking about. But mm-hmm. so the homestead provision, as you mentioned, the tax efficiency, right? So those dollars, that hundred thousand dollars minus, you know, your internal cost of insurance, right? So you're you put in a hundred thousand dollars, you're also getting, say, a million dollar life insurance policy. Sure. So like the idea behind life insurance, to my understanding, is uh-huh. you put money in if and when you die, yes, your family gets a big amount out beyond a, what you a leveraged amount, yes, yeah, a death okay. benefit, right? This Daniel is money that you don't have to. It's a policy that you don't have to die to use. Oh, that's what I'm getting at. So oh. you don't need to die to get this money out, right? So you put in a hundred thousand dollars, and you can get out seventy thousand dollars the the next week, okay? Well, number one, I still have my million-dollar death benefit right. to protect my family. Right. But then that cash value is growing tax-efficiently. It's tax-deferred, borrowed-out, tax-free. Uh, but the idea is that we borrow that money out and we put it into a private equity. Or we put it into Bitcoin or you buy artwork or whatever. Sure. Okay. And then when that investment goes up, then you use the money that you took out, repay the loan back. Correct. And then keep the profit. That's correct. And I'll put just a corollary to that. Technically, you never have to pay it back. Really? Correct, because it'll just come off the death benefit. Oh, right? So whoa. I put in $100,000. I borrowed out seventy. God forbid you die. Sure. Well, I've got a million-dollar policy. So your beneficiaries, instead of getting a million, they're going to get 930000 Whoa. Tax-free. Tax-free. Whoa. That's... Leverage on top of leverage on top of leverage. I see. So, okay. I really hope our viewers are getting some value out of this because this is, you work with high value, high net worth individual clientele. Yes. And this is how they think. This is how they operate. This is how they move their money around. Yes. You don't have to work harder. You can just use your money to make money for you. That's correct. That's correct. So there's an end. We're doing it tax efficiently. Right. So, you know, again, I, we've got people that are, you know, making a lot of money and, you know, they're like, they don't want to have to add an extra, you know, six figures to their tax, their tax liability. Right. If we could do it again, do it in a tax efficient manner. Uh, it really makes a lot of sense. What would you say to somebody that's getting out of college and their uh-huh. college professor taught them? Yeah. Tax the rich. Being rich is evil and bad. Get taxes to pay the poor people. Mm. What would you tell this individual when they question you on, well, why would you want to be tax efficient? Well, I mean, again, uh, we live in the greatest country, you know, ever. I mean, there's no doubt about Agreed. it. Uh, and again, I just, you know, we are not perfect. And, and people talk about capitalism being bad. Mm-hmm. Capitalism is not bad. What's, what's, What's of concern is crony capitalism. What does that mean? Crony capitalism is where uh, winners and losers are chosen by people in in power, right? Mm. So uh, a politician is going to say, we're giving that contract to this guy and we're going to not give it to that guy. So even though that product might be better, okay, we're, we're, he's my friend or he contributed to my political campaign and he's going to get the contract. Right. So, you know, again, that's, uh, crony capitalism, picking winners and losers, picking the winner. 
why was it Pfizer and, and Moderna that did the vaccine, right? Right. Why not, you know, this company or, you know, Johnson and Johnson or, you know, Merck or something else. Like, so we're picking winners and, and losers. Right. Uh, so crony capitalism is of concern and, but capitalism, free markets, um, you know, again, like people always talk about, you know, oh, uh, you know, communism and socialism, uh, Marxism. I mean, again, it's it really sounds nice in in the you know college classroom. Yeah. But you know, when you go out into the real world, right? Um, you know, I I have I'm very blessed to you know have friends in in different uh, from different countries. I mean, I've got a friend from the Philippines, and uh, you know, she came over. She's like, Randy, you don't understand. Like, you can work all day over there and you know for a bowl of rice sure. right? like you know so when you come here to america and you work your tail off like she's like oh i'll work as much as i can like so loves the opportunity loves that freedom right and you know furthermore i'd say i've got like several cuban friends that came from cuba and they're like you have no idea what what communism is all about you know, and I, it was funny. I saw a meme. They had a, a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, people on a raft, you know, crossing the, you, cro- you know, leaving Cuba to like, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, here's a picture of like, you know, people escaping free, free healthcare and free college <laughs> and like, you know, free, you know, under socialism. Right. They're, they're free healthcare and they're, you know, free everything else and college. It's so good that they're they would risk their lives in like a, ra- a rubber raft to you know to come over here shark infested waters right. to come to the United States. So so if, I don't want to put words in your mouth, right? And this is not I'm, this is not your opinion. This is I'm going to speak from a perspective of I. This is my opinion. Okay, taxes how they are right now in the U.S. Yes, they are borderline socialist. Okay, communist socialist programs like Social Security, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. In my juvenile standpoint i Uh feel like uh i'd be a little bit more excited about paying my taxes in full if i had a say where the taxes were going if i felt like the taxes were being utilized properly like i love the fact that roads are being built exactly i drive on the roads i'm so thankful that i did not pave these right i I didn't have to do anything and they're just here Mm. schools fire departments all the stuff Unfortunately, in my, again, 24-year-old mind, yeah. I, I look out and I see the money being spent flagrantly mm. in ways that I would not be in fa- fa- favor of. So I'd rather take my money that I earn into yes. my own hands yes, as tax-free as I possibly can within the bounds of the law, right? which they have a lot of incentive for entrepreneurs and for mm-hmm. people to utilize it so that I can choose to use it and help the people directly around me. Now we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Elevate Life Educational Foundation, that makes the TLT movement possible. There's never been a more critical time to elevate your life. We are starting a movement, TLT Movement, helping tomorrow's leaders today to transform, step into their greatness, and have breakthrough in the areas of emotional intelligence and spiritual intelligence so they can step out in life and do hard things, learn their identity, step into their purpose at a young age. We're training them through different courses of action. We have the STAND program, that's three days with a one-year mentorship, the LEAD experience, which is every summer a five-day, and then SERVE. So they learn that when they change their world, they can change their world, making an impact. There's nothing more rewarding than helping young people discover their identity and purpose. 
Help us with the TLT movement, getting these tomorrow's leaders today to stand, lead, and serve in their world. Check out our website at tltmovement.com to see our next training and mentorship. And there's a nomination form. So nominate those young people in your world. Let's get them registered today and help us to elevate life. Walmart, you know, they, they said, like, we don't really give to a lot of charities because, you know, when you're when they're offering a product at like half half the price of everywhere else, like that money that you saved, you can give to any charity you want. Right. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, that makes a ton of sense. That makes sense. I love yeah, it. I love it. It makes sense. So and and again, I to your point, yeah. Uh it's beautiful that those roads are paved. Yes. But now you look at, I mean, I, I grew up in New Jersey and, and New York and like, you know, you'd have these potholes and sure. You don't understand like those roads, those bridges, they were, they were, you know, they were built by private funding. Like, I mean, right. it's crazy. Um, and all I'm going to say is, yeah, it's the money is when there's like not a lot of accountability. It's, it's, it's easy to, you know, I, it's, I, I heard um, like there's a tax on our cell phones. It's like, I forget what, what it, whatever you ever look at your phone bill in there, there's a tax that goes back to the Spanish American war uh, because they wanted that tri- They wanted to be able to communicate. So they had to lay these cables from, you know, from, from wherever we were to like to their Island. And that goes back. They never repealed it. They never repealed the, that wow. tax. So, you know, I'm, I don't know what the date was. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, you know. A long Teddy? time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> any Anytime they pass a new tax, it's never going away. Right? right. In Florida, they say, oh, the half a penny tax, half a penny tax. Well, that half a penny tax, I remember when I first moved down here, our state income, our state, um, you know, consumption tax, right? Like uh, you go buy stuff at the store. Um, it, I think it was... Four percent. Then it went to five percent. It's only a half a. You know, come on, yeah, do it yeah, for the kids. Yeah, do it for the kids. Right, right, right. right. Um, you know those um, uh, when they talk about like the uh, the lottery, right? They're like, yeah. Oh, we've given three hundred billion dollars or three hundred million to you know education. Well, there's so much money with the lottery that the legislature counts on that, so they don't have to take the money from somewhere else. So it's not like they've given it to us, you know, like they give it to the education. There's just, it's just like an expend. It's expected that that money's coming. Right. Um, and all I know is that, um, and again, I'm sorry for go political. Do you remember when Trump took office, uh, there were all these dollars in offshore, right? Uh, literally trillions of dollars of cap of, of profits in Ireland, in all these different countries, offshore, and again, Apple, Intel, Pfizer, they had all these companies offshore, and they paid zero taxes because all the earnings they could legitimately say was offshore. Right. Well, Trump says, listen, we're going to repatriate those dollars. We want that money back in America, but we're not paying 30, you know, 36%. How about we just cut it? down to like 10, 12, whatever it was, I, you know, 20%. Mm-hmm. And it incentivized these companies to repatriate this money. That's exciting. 
And that, that is, yes. Yeah. And that's what he did. And that's why... I don't it, think it should be controversial to say that we should help Americans out in yes. the USA, the yes. money that we make, all, all this stuff. We've made so many crazily irresponsible financial mm. decisions, not only in this past four years, but yeah. throughout the history of this country. Uh, I was going to say. Yeah. And, and Trump was no fiscal conservative, by the no, way. No, no, no. <laughs> so, especially during COVID. I mean, like, uh, we just, yeah. I mean, billions and billions of dollars, you know, of, not actually hundreds of billions. So the idea is less money. I mean, you know, libertarian, you know, fiscal conservative, you know, libertarian, you know, when it comes to that, you know, I don't really need the government. You know, get out of my way and, right. and allow me to do what I want to do. Right. Um, but no, I just, I, and, and yet there are people that need, need a hand. Right. So um, I heard, I heard uh, a statement the other day. It was like, if we as a church were doing our job, right. We wouldn't need the government to be doing welfare. hundred percent. Right? So, you know, when you look at Lyndon Johnson, so this is the, the conversation um, that uh, so recently President Biden talked about, um, oh, we're giving all these billions of dollars in support to the Ukraine. And now Israel, billion, I think. okay, now Israel gets attacked. Um, and, uh, oh, we could, we need to give billions of dollars of support to Israel. So I don't know if you remember the, the expression guns and butter, right? Guns and butter. So that was under Lyndon Johnson where, you know, we're going to fight the Vietnam War, but we also want to fight poverty. Sure. So he's, his argument was we can do both. We can do, have a war on poverty and then obviously the military industrial complex is funding, you know, is encouraging, encouraging uh, them to fund Vietnam. Right. So guns and butter so what does that do to an economy like so we're we're in overdrive in government spending mm. and now we're in overdrive as you mentioned i don't know what the number was but you said 140 billion into ukraine the, that's the last i heard yeah right and now and now we need to give billions of dollars to israel i mean like guys take it easy you know take it easy and there there are homeless the veterans, the, the, there, there is a lot going on here. A lot of people that need yes. help. Yes, like let's let's take care of our own. Take care of our own. Yeah, take care of our own. And and again, we don't. Uh, I heard a statistic: our military spending, our military spending, is more than the next ten countries combined. Oh yeah, we are the best at war. <laughs> we do it better than anybody else. Combined, <laughs> combined. That's insane. It's, yeah, it's, 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 that's it's, insane. And 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 again, like and technically, it's money that's coming from us that's being taxed to been pour into this stuff. Which I think, if you polled people in the U.S., right, ninety percent of them would be like, "Yeah, let's not do, let's not fight. Like, let's let's have peace. Let's not yeah. get involved." Yeah. No, it, there there is an incentive for conflict right. right and that's you know i i remember trump when uh he's like we're you know we're pulling out of iraq he's got 20 years in iraq and what we get from it and then 20 years in afghanistan we got literally got chased out of afghanistan right so trump says trump says we're pulling out of syria like what are we doing in syria right oh no, 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 you know, John McCain, Lindsey Graham, all the hawkish, you know, guys, you know, senators that are sold out to the military industrial complex. 
yo, we're going to have ISIS in the street. ISIS is going to come for us and everything. Do you remember ISIS, ISIS, ISIS? ISIS was on the news all the time. (laughs) Trump gets into office and it disappears. Yeah, they're gone. Gone. Like, gone. And Trump's like, we're pulling out of Syria. And uh, Mad Mad Dog Mattis, remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was he was. I think he was a chief, joint chiefs of staff under Trump. He's like, you can't do that. You can't get out of Syria. Like, like military industrial complex is 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 real. Is real. Eisenhower, it's very real. Yeah. Eisenhower told us about it. Right. And he warned us. And man, I'm telling you, there's there's so much money. In that, so so money, so yeah. I guess the reason why we keep going a little political is because yeah, yeah. money is so. I mean, it is the blood mm-hmm. that fuels the organs to continue to use. Yeah. You know, it it, it it funds everything. It it, it makes everything go. And so yes. politically, yeah, it, it it's in charge of everything. It, it is. It is, and, uh, and it doesn't make it evil. It's it's just a tool. It's the it's the love of Mahani. Yes. It's the greed that that makes it evil. Yeah, and and again, if uh, you know, and that and that was one of the things. Even myself, uh, you know, one of my spiritual mentors always says, you know, Randall, you can you're going to be blessed with money because money you could have money, but money never has you. Mm. And I lo- I love uh, from a you know always being generous. I saw my father being a very generous person. And I just like, you know, again, I love to bless others. Yeah. And um, I remember it was uh, Bob Coy of uh, Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale, said it. Think of this analogy. And this has just made so much sense to me. He says, you know, think you've got a hundred count bag of candy, right? So you got a hundred count bag of candy. Um, father walks into, you know, his son's in the son or daughter's in the room. And here you go. Here you go. Here's a hundred count bag of candy. And then, and then he walks out and then, and then two minutes later he walks in he says, Hey, can I have 10 of those? No, it's all mine. Yeah. They're all mine. I'm not giving you anything. <laughs> right. Sure. You gave me a hundred. You want 10? You want 15? You want 20? Yeah. How much do you want? Take it. I, I, I didn't, you know, again, you gave that to me. Right. And I just, was, that was, that was, I thought that analogy was so perfect. Because the father being God blesses you. Yes. And then you're able to then. And, and as smart and as, as persuasive as I think I am, it's all Yahweh. Right. It's all him. He is the, the, the provider completely. Like I can't, you know, I mean, I've, I've had cases just literally, you know, I mean, I, it's funny when I, I, and I work with uh, Philip. Uh, Chibanarov. I'm like, I'm like, I am blessed to have the opportunity to invest in companies like this. Mm. Am I going to make money on every single deal? You know, I don't know, but it's the idea. I feel blessed to have the opportunity to multiply that. Right. And um, again, you know, Scripture says, uh, "To whom much is given, much is required." Right. And I want to be a great steward. You know, I also want to bless others, and um, yeah, as I said, it's never it's never about uh, it's never about building kingdoms, right? Right. Uh, or, or personal kingdoms. We're gonna right. build Yah's kingdom. Yes. Uh, and further and advance His kingdom. But it's it's not me. I don't. You know, I my grandfather used to say, "You can only eat one steak at a time." Um, you know, you don't need this 
this empire. You know, it's not empire building. And it, it it's all going to crumble and fade away eventually. You're you can't take any of it Nothing. with you. And statistically, yeah, because I I for the longest time had this mentality like I want to make a legacy. Right. Statistically, the third generation that they're, they're going to lose it. So it's like no matter how much you build and do, it's gone. And it's going to go away. Yes. And so, you know, I I always like to think of money like this it's like you can only be in one place at once right but your money mm. depending on how much you have yes. can be everywhere over the world helping exponential amount of people well all at the same time well said and and that i again is analogous to investing right so i think of aaron and orion who are like eating breathing sleeping life aid like right like, what convenience store chain can we get it into? Like, how many, you know, how are our distributors going to get us into, you know, this Trader Joe's or, you know, Publix or, you know, these guys, that's that's their all-consuming concept. So, yeah, I I love it. I love the fact that they're, they're doing their thing. And, yeah, like, I'm not, I... <laughs> Like you can't be them, right? You, you right. can't have that same passion to get this into all all, yes. all the stores. Yes. But by you investing and being a part of it, right. you're able to support them. Right, getting this into more stores, getting out yeah. all the aspartame, sugar filled, sucralose filled things that are destroying people. Right, that are killing people Literally. in their guts. Yes. Yeah, yes. no, like like actually, there's it's so unhealthy. Right, I have this viewpoint that like we're being poisoned. Cut. From, from all sides, yes. but a lot of what we consume, it's not for our benefit. And so companies like this that actually take a stance to like yes. make things that we want, such as the 200 milligrams of caffeine, yes. taking out all the clean stuff caffeine. that- Yes, clean caffeine. <laughs> yes, clean caffeine yes. that is not coming from sources that we don't know that ha have toxins in them. Yes. You, it's helping people. Hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent, and I, uh, I agreed, agreed, and it's and it's that I want to support guys like that, right, and, and or people like that, because uh, I'm also thinking of uh, you know another favorite company of mine, Tosi, Tosi snacks. I know you've had those. Oh yeah, uh, they were a big supporter of Elevate Life. Yep, uh, yep the yep. camp, and um, yeah, great. You know, I mean, again. Stephanie and Chelsea Holtz uh, out of Anaheim, California. Mm -hmm. Again, another great company out of Anaheim, out of California. Right. Um, they mother daughter team. Uh, the mom was working in a doctor's office and uh, helping people with weight loss. And they were, you know, they were saying they could set their diet, you know, their, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, and get them on target. But where they people were failing was snacking. Mm. Right. You know, I'm going to have a bag of potato chips or a Snickers bar um, as opposed to something healthy. Right. So, you know, again, Tosi, it's like, I think it's five or six ingre organic ingredients. That's awesome. Uh, like low sugar, um, high protein, tastes awesome. Right. So it's like third generation protein bar. Nice. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's delicious. But those are people that like... You know, mother, daughter that are just, again, they love they what they do. They love what they do. And that's the um, beauty of the USA is the fact yes. that you a doctor can tell their patient all they want. Hey, you have to stop hacking. Mm -hmm. But you're taking away something in that void. They can really like try their best, right. but it's going to get filled. 
by something. And so the idea, plug something else in there Mm -hmm. and a government agency is not going to have the ultimate control over what to plug into that. So that's why the free market is so beautiful because then people like her and her daughter can fill in that hole and and make snacks that people are going to eat that are actually going to support them and save their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's gluten-free, vegan, 100% organic, you know, USDA, or I think it's, yeah, the the organic seal, uh, kosher. I mean, just the uh, hypoglycemic, uh, low uh, glycemic numbers. So like even diabetics can eat it. I mean, that's awesome. It is very awesome. And it tastes great, right? So, I mean, because again, you can have some things that, you know, are really healthy for you, but it tastes like cardboard. Yeah. (laughs) This is, this is, yeah. Amazing. And, and again, a good, good outfit. Good. I mean, great, great story. Um, she talks about, you know, she's like my, my kitchen was like my, you know, where I bathed everything and my, you know, my marketing place was my living room, you know, storage and everything else. She said she got to the point that, uh, they were delivering stuff and the, uh, 18 wheel rig that the, the driver's like, yeah, I'm coming down. I have to, you live in a cul-de-sac, so I have to back in. And consequently, I'm I'm charging you more. Like I'm going to charge you extra for backing into the cul-de-sac. So you know she's complaining, and you know she's talking, and uh, this this the family Bridgeford Bridgeford Foods, uh, it's a multinational you know publicly traded publicly traded company, Bridgeford Foods. You, you've seen it. I'm telling you. Yeah, go sure, to Walmart. Sure. Go to Publix. They're 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 everywhere. They're processed you know uh, meats uh, and uh, bakery pastries stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're awesome uh well not awesome but they're they're great they're a great family <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah i mean not the healthiest yeah, yeah but, sure. uh, again like but suffice to say <laughs> i'm thinking like i'm thinking like pepperoni they, they've got like like the cold cuts and stuff yeah, like that like yeah, stuff yeah. that i don't eat but yeah. but they're great family good christian family uh and they're like the wife the wife said to stephanie she's like let me talk to my husband let me see about this so like i think it's like the fourth generation the, the son is like runs the company and even as a publicly traded company, he's like, well, uh, I heard you need some space, some office space, you know, like factory space to make these toasty snacks. And she's like, yeah, she's like, you know, well, we have an office in Anaheim. It's like right off the night, right. Not 95, their version. I think it's I five. I don't know. I forget what highway it is, but it's the major, major artery. Yeah. yeah. And, um, they're like, but you know, we, you know, we're gonna, we have to charge you rent. And she's like, oh, man, here it comes. Like, you know, like barely, you know, I'm a startup company. I yeah, got, I got yeah, no yeah. money. And she's like, you know, can we start out with like 30 cents a square foot? It was like 30, you know, in Southern California. Oh, like yeah. Right on the highway. Uh, I mean, it's gorgeous. And uh, she's like, yeah, I think that'll work. <laughs> it's like two-story walk-in freezer, two-story wow. walk-in refrigerator. They're like, yeah, there's a whole floor of this one bakery that we haven't, you know, it's like a five-story building. We haven't used the third floor in like 10 years. So it's yours if you want it. I mean, what a blessing. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. So that that was really cool. They're doing great. They, mother, daughter, they're in six regions of Costco. I wow. Mean, amazing. 22, 20, 2022, they did $3 million in sales. Okay. Uh, 2023, they're over 6 million. Wow. I mean, it's not even over yet. Yeah, no, exactly. Wow. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, so that's 300% increase. Uh, so she's like, Randy, uh, we just got an order 
for Costco, uh, 1.7 million uh, for January of 24. And uh, she's like, she's like, I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? I mean, like, that's a, that's a happy problem. That's a happy, happy occurrence. She goes, a week later, they called back. They're like, yeah, that one, 1.7 million we wanted in January, but another region of Costco, uh, they just placed an order for 800,000, an additional 800,000, but they want that in the next four weeks. Dang. Oh, so she's like, you know, when they order, um, you know, raw materials, they order, you know, the bigger the order, the, the bigger the discount. Right. So she's like, we need like $100,000 like in the next two weeks. So it was pretty cool. Um, again, Stephanie and I, we prayed about it. Yeah. Got on the phone and I made some phone calls and like hundred grand like in a week. And, and like, it's just really cool to like, to be able to help out a small yes. business. Cause yeah, with, yeah. without that, cause they're unable to do it. Yeah. To gain that capital themselves. And if they're unable to fulfill this contract, Costco yes. might drop them. And it's like a whole, that's it. Whole thing. So that's it. no, it's, it's very exciting to think that like, you know, and these again, you know, eat, breathe, sleep, Tosi. Right. You know, and that, cause again, they're going to get compensated by, you know, their common shares, you know, going out to the, going out to the market, either getting acquired or going public, whatever it is. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's very exciting to, you know, again, like to be in the, in the loop and listening to like what's going on. Um, I mean, Stephanie, Chelsea, just really sweet people. I mean, really, but totally dedicated and wanting to make it happen. So I would say in summation, private equity, that's a way of participating in a company pre before it's gone, before it's totally, you know, matured and blown up, right? Right. So it's, you think of like an S curve, right? So you, you're starting out, you know, there, and then all of a sudden it starts to pick up and then it just blows up, you know, like again, a Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or a, you know, a big company comes in and just says, yeah, we're going to, we're going to buy you out, you know, because you've got such major revenue, Pepsi and Coca-Cola. I mean, they've been losing shares, market share, like every year, I think since, since like the late nineties. Really? Yeah. I mean, people think, of, when's the last time you, you sat down and, and drank a Coke? Literally never. Like never. <laughs> like never. Yeah, no. Right? I mean it's yeah. I, right? I haven't had a Hoda since I was like sixteen. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. So that's eight years. Right. You, right. right. So so think about I mean, like exactly. I mean I never drink no. I like the sugar, I mean, and that's the other thing. Like uh like, you know, I, I look at uh like Bolt House and Naked, uh those drinks seem healthy. Totally look at the sugar content. It's insane. 46 grams of sugar. Oh my. That's like, that's more than a Coke. More than a Coke. Wow. More than a Coke. So you're drinking this. I'm like, oh, this is delicious. Yeah. I'm looking at it. I'm like, <laughs> so it was funny. And then you compare that to like Suja, like, you know, their, their, um, you know, like spinach, cucumber, you know, uh, kale drink. And it tastes like, you know, not, not as sweet as that. Sure. But it's like, oh, okay. Seven grams of sugar, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's healthy, you know, yeah. and it, and you feel better. Salty, same thing. You know, I mean, just, it's like delicious. And like, you know, you're, that's the other thing. Your taste buds start to like look for good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Jeff talks about, you know, a sugar, you know, I mean, he hasn't had sugar in like years, right? He's inspired me yes. to follow in his footsteps. I love it. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to get more serious about that too. Um, 
yeah, because I, as I said, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big consumer. You know, I'm not a big sweets person. Yeah. But I mean, to cut sugar out altogether, it's fantastic. You know, or like processed sugar. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, Randall, I've learned so much from talking to you here that it's beyond profit. It's beyond uh-huh. gaining money just mm-hmm. so you can have a bigger house and nicer cars and all yeah. this stuff. Those are just kind of luxurious perks. But sure. really, the root of all this is helping people out. Yes, sir. And the more money you have, the more you're able to help support yes. causes that you believe in. Yes. Such as, in your case, it's a lot of healthy dietary alternatives. Yes. Which is a p- passion of mine too. So good. good. That, that's awesome. And you get to align yourself with people that have the same values to help out people over the US and the world. I think that's awesome. Yes. I feel like in this episode, we learned a lot about the difference between public and privately traded stock and yes. shares. And uh, yeah, Randall, I just want to thank you so much for being, being on the show. As we wrap up here, uh-huh. there was one thing that I want to talk to you about. You're a nice, youthful, young man. <laughs> and yet, in a month's time, uh-huh. you're going to be a, grand, a, a grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa Randall. Grandpa Randall. How does that feel? Uh, amazing. And thank you for bringing that up. It's, yeah, I, it is, it is a, it's, it's funny because it's, it's like, you know, okay, yeah, she's pregnant. You know, my daughter, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. And then all of a sudden I, I invited her. I'm like, Hey Lauren, um, are you available for, you know, to, to, to catch, you know, catch dinner? And, uh, she's like, Oh daddy, I'd love to, but, uh, but I, uh, I've got to take the tour. Jeremy and I are taking the tour of uh, Jupiter Medical Center's birthing center. And like, <laughs> it hit you? As soon as she said that, I like taking a tour of the birthing center. I was like, oh, it's, it got real. It got yeah. real really quickly. So <laughs> uh, it, it's exciting. Um, praying over that little, that little life that's, mm-hmm. that's uh, coming. Uh, it's a total blessing. It really is. Uh, thank you for bringing it up. Uh, and I thank you for praying for Lauren and Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was just, and again, I, I got a really sweet text message from, uh, Jeremy, uh, Papa, Papa Jeremy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just, you know, again, it's, it's, think about it. Like no one's ever really ready right, sure. to be a dad and there's yeah. never a perfect time. Yeah. Um, but you know, Yah blesses every life, every good and perfect gift comes from above. Mm. And that is, that is a gift. Life is uh, a, a gift and uh, we celebrate. We really, we celebrate. So I hope, uh, in, or I pray in the next three weeks, we'll, we'll be celebrating together. Um, three weeks? Three weeks. Oh my gosh. I thought it was going to be a couple of months. That's awesome. That crept up quick. Three weeks. <laughs> That's three so weeks. No, no joke. Like it's crazy. It's, it's, it's it's crazy. So yeah, so that's exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, it just I you know, whenever I see the baby, you know, I, uh, I I'm like Lauren, I, I'm gonna pray, you know, and I pray for the baby, and uh, yeah, it's it's a total blessing. I'm like, you are welcome, you know. We we invite you. We've got a lot of people that are excited to to meet you, and uh, so yeah, I, I, again, talk to the baby, pray oh, for yeah. the baby in utero. Cool story. Um, and I'll I'll wrap up with that. I'm I don't want to take too much time, but the idea is there was uh, one of my one of my s- spiritual mentors, his neighbor. Uh, the wife was pregnant, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, Down syndrome, Kate, baby. Uh, nothing we can do about it." Mm. Um, you know, they're wanted. They're trying to like you know 
low key encouraging them to like uh, end the pregnancy. Sure. And we prayed for this baby in utero. Baby's born. Baby's like three or four months old right now, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know what happened, but like things, things, like good." Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> "That's we serve an awesome Yahweh." Yes. And uh, so that's why you know again like we can pray for that baby in utero, and that's that's what I've been doing. Um, yeah. So thank you for asking that. Thank yeah, you man, that's that's it. so awesome. I can't yeah, yeah. I can't wait to meet this little baby. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's gonna be so great. Exactly. Um, I just want to end the show with with asking you one thing. We got a lot of young people tuning in. Yes, you've had a, l- a lot of life experience. Yes, if you could say anything to your younger teenage mm. self, right? What would you tell them? Um, go long, Microsoft. No, my God. No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no, no. What I would say is. Uh, you know, uh, pro- you know, Proverbs, you know, three, uh, you know, whatever you do, you know, uh, acknowledge Yahweh in all your ways. Mm. You know, he'll, he'll direct your paths. Lean not on your own understanding. Uh, I was very blessed to have a father uh, and mother, but my father, I remember I was, and they would always go to church and he'd always, at nighttime, he'd like read the Bible to me. And uh, I remember he, he read one it was one Sunday night and he was reading and I remember I was probably like six or seven years old. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, like dad, like that book has everything I would ever need for my life. And like, you know, like, I don't know. Like my dad's like, like, where did that come from? <laughs> He's like, Randy, do you want to get saved? Do you want to give your life to Jesus Christ right now? I'm like, and I remember I like, I remember this conversation. I'm like, is there any reason why I wouldn't want to do that? And he's like, no, get out of bed right now. Get down on your <laughs> knees and let's pray. So pretty darn cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And so again, you know, I think it's Proverbs sixteen three: commit your ways to the Lord and your, you know, your ways will prosper. You know, your plans will prosper. Uh, so it's not, you know, not a prosperity message, but it's the idea that I continually, I was very blessed to, to give it to him, you know? Mm. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I, there's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts to success. Mm. You know, I, Jerry Seinfeld said it, you know, most overnight successes are, you know, 10 to 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so grind it out. Um, you know, I, I had a, what I had a conference call, uh, a young lady who actually came in on that Tosi deal that, you know, that was part of that, that capital raise. And, uh, you know, like, so the mom is in it, you know, mom and dad are investors uh, and, and she's 26 years old and she's like, you know, the mom's like, well, I, you know, I, the deal's going to like go in like next, like two to three years, you know, they're expecting an exiting event in mm-hmm. the next two to three years. And like the, the daughter's like, yeah, but I don't have that kind of time. And like, so they're talking to their parents <laughs> who are like, you know, f- late fifties, she's 26 and she's like, I don't have that kind of time. I'm right. like, dude, I you like you know like everybody on the call we like just started laughing We're that's like, funny do you have any idea so don't be impatient mm. right grind it don't be afraid to to grind it out man i mean i started i started uh with metlife uh in the 403b market the not-for-profit market so broward school district my territory was from uh palm beach pompano beach up to deerfield beach so ely high school uh, Ely up to Deerfield Beach Elementary. And again, it was like selling, you know, or offering, f- you know, retirement planning for the teachers. 
uh, and administrators. So it's like, it's not, I can't imagine that pay much. Uh, you know what? It's high volume, right? So you're talking to like literally dozens of teachers every week sure. and trying to get them, you know, to put in their 30, 50, hundred dollars a paycheck into, into their 403B for retirement. So we call, uh, we joke about it. It's, it's, it's like riding a moped. You know, you look like a jerk doing it, but it gets you where you want to be. <laughs> so uh, I, that's um, no offense to people who drive mopeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, no offense. <laughs> they're very, pet, they're not there's anything wrong with that. But uh, no, so the idea is today, you know, I, as, I, as you said, like I, I work with some high net worth, ultra high net worth people that are like, you know, and I think about from where I came, you know, mm. And, but those were building blocks, get educated. You know, if you're like in my, my, my profession, you know, I was constantly doing education, right? So I got my chartered financial, you know, I became a CHFC chartered financial consultant, uh, chartered life underwriter, certified, uh, senior advisor, uh, advisor for senior living. So all these different designations and get those designations get, be an expert at what you do, mm. right? So if you are, you know, uh, whatever, whatever you are, know that field inside and out so that you're going to have the self-confidence to talk to those higher caliber people, right? So when I'm talking to a guy that's making, you know, 12, 15 million a year, I want to, you know, he wants to know, like, I'm not some scrub that just like, sure, you know, I'm bringing more to the table than just, um, you know, hey, buy the S&P 500 index fund. Right. And this right. takes education, sure. time, yes. patience, and trusting that God will will lead your path. Amen. Amen. So they, they talk about 10,000 hours, right? Yeah. So you've spent 10,000 hours in any one subject. You've become, you know... I don't know, like expert or what, you know? Yeah, specialist. I think, yeah, I think you become an expert. Right. It's the start of expertise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So again, and I, you know, people talk about, you know, read, that would be the other thing. Mm. Uh, so, so I can't get all my education off of scrolling through Instagram reels? Probably not. Mm. Dude, I would have to change exactly, up a lot. Exactly. No. <laughs> I, well, and that's the other thing. I am like shutting my phone off. Like, you know, maybe, maybe for the month of November, we'll just shut it off. What I'm you down. You, what, you up for like doing something like that? Oh, I'm down. Yeah. All right. Because I, by the way, I, I, I have to applaud you too uh, when we were talking about Yom Kippur and uh, how you you asked Dr. Jeff, like, what's, what is a, you know, a day of atonement look like for believers, right? Mm. And I thought that was awesome. And it was, I was like, yeah, what does it, you know, like, and I took it, I took it seriously. You know? Me too. I, it was so nice. I turned off my phone. I prayed. I fasted all awesome. day. It I thought of everything wrong I've ever done. And, <laughs> and I really actually felt so taxed afterward. I was just like so exhausted. It, right. it felt not great. Yeah. But that next day, I don't know what happened. Yes. It started me up again and I feel like a whole new man. Ever since that day onward, yes. I have had this drive and energy that's been beyond anything I've Huge. ever felt in my life. Huge. Absolutely. No, I love that. Yeah. And I, I really do credit you for, for encouraging me to do it. Because I was like, I, you know... I'm obviously getting more, you know, more intent on following the feasts. Right. But, um, you know, it's, it was like that. Exactly. There was, there was, there was like a triggering, you know, it, I, something triggered inside of me. Mm. It was serious. Right. Yeah. You know, so often, I mean, I lived in Boca for 20 years and like, you know, Yom Kippur, that's you know, predominantly Jewish area. Sure. So everything shuts down. 
And it, for me, it never meant anything, you know, as much as it does now. Right. right. As a as a believer in Yeshua following Yom Kippur, huge. Yeah, and, and, and just for the audience to know, we're, we're, we're not Jewish. We, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are Christian men yes. who are just seeking the heart of God, yes. the heart of Yahweh, following what's in the Bible. Right. As best as, as we possibly can, and that includes the f- f- feast, because it's the feast of the Lord, not the feast of the Jewish feast. Jewish fe- yeah. It's not the Jewish feast. Yeah, it's not. It's the feast, and it says a holy convocation and that you're for all generations. Yes. For all generations. Not, oh, okay, once you get out of the prom, you know, once you get into the promised land, you don't have to do this anymore. No, right. it's forever. Right. Right. So yeah, it's beautiful. So that that's another thing. Um, uh, yeah. And then maybe I would tell my my younger self that Shabbat is, you know, not Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Saturday and it yeah, is yeah. important. Oh my yes. gosh. Ever since yes. I started doing that, mm-hmm. it really it's it feels almost like we were designed to, to take a Sabbath. hundred percent. Yeah. Getting on Yah's timing mm-hmm. as opposed to our own, right? Uh and and again, back to the whole idea of that sense of humility that I'm not that important. Right, mm. I can shut my phone off, and the world's going to continue. Right, right. I don't need to be checking my email. I don't need to be talking to clients on on, on Shabbat, and the world's going to keep going. Yeah, and uh, so it's I don't know. It's, it's it's exciting to see that, and to see how Yah is providing. Yes, you know? uh, He owns the cattle on a thousand hills, as Solomon's. I think it was Solomon who said that. Um, you know, it's not either Solomon or David, but uh, yeah. It's all his. It's right. all his. So, and uh, I guess uh, Book of Numbers, he says, you know, or Daniel, he says, you know, I do, I can raise kings up and I can raise, I lower them or raise them. Right. It's all me. It's not you. It's not you, Randall, that, that you think you're so smart. Totally. That you think you're going to make that deal happen. No. We give it over to him on a continual basis. And we ask for his wisdom, his guidance, his direction in every area, every facet. So, yeah, I, we can keep talking forever. I know. I totally appreciate you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate me. you. Thank you so much for being here. Do you have any social media that you want our audience to check out or anything? Uh, no, I can honestly say no. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm proud of myself. I've shut down, like, all my social media. That's great. Um, yeah, it's just, you know what? Again, it just usurped so much time. Yeah. I'm like... Not not a very fruitful thing, uh, at least not for me. Sure. You know, I'm not getting clients from... <laughs> right. You know, I was thinking of like what the, I needed a hundred million dollar life insurance policy. I saw you on Instagram, but you know, <laughs> I saw your TikTok video. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm coming on board. Um, you know, when can we meet? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it yeah. is, it's good. I, I don't know. I, I'm at a, I'm at like a, like a, I don't know. Yah is working. You know, he's rebuilding my business, mm. and um, you know, it's like wherever he wants me. Um, I don't know. Like it, it's it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Like I'm I'm very open to what he has. Yes. You know, like a, this season of my life, um, I've always conducted myself. And you know, you do like what Zig Ziglar said. You can get anything in life you want by helping enough other people get what they want. Yes. Right? So if I'm helping people, right? You know, and a workman's worth his wages, right? So I'm 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 earning. You know, in the, in the process of helping them get what they want. Right, mm-hmm. getting people ready for a, a super successful retirement, you know, a comfortable retirement, and that's the question. Now, what it, what is your what's a definition of a successful retirement? That's a question 
you know, you could ask your, you know, ask your, your guests, you know, the people that are watching, what does a successful retirement look like? Right. right? I mean, you talked about it the other day. Hey, uh, you know, I want all this money and everything else, but you know, to what end, right? Um, do I need, do I need a boat? Do I need an airplane? Do I need a, you know, like uh, how many homes do I need? Right. right. Uh, so what is a successful retirement? How about a, a, a feeding ministry in the Bahamas that mm. I'm a part of? Um, I mean, it's beautiful. This, uh, this, this gentleman, he's a, he's a professional fisherman in Nassau and his fiance, um, she is, uh, you know, she, she works, but once a week he commits to whatever he catches that day, he's giving it to Yahweh for the, to feed the homeless. That's awesome. And, you know, I mean, 60, 80 miles off our coast and these people got wrecked with the, uh, with the hurricane. Mm. They're still recovering from that. Mm. Um, so he feeds these people. And, uh, so we pay for his fuel and we pay for all the, you know, the utensils and the plates and all everything else. She buys a bunch of rice and veggies and she cooks up the, the, the veggies with, and with the fish that this guy, Henry catches. That's awesome. Awesome. I mean, absolutely awesome. So we're at like 30 people. We're 30 or, yeah, I think it's like 30 or 40 people a week that we can feed. And it was just, I'll share a quick story. This lady, um, so she's, it was like 30 people and she was at 29 meals and she had one meal left over and she saw out of the corner of her eye, this older woman. And she's like, she, she came over to her and uh, to the lady that was distributing the food. And she's like, um, she's like, you know what? Take this meal. Like the 30th person didn't show. I want you to have this. She goes, I was praying, this woman, this elderly uh, Bahamian woman, she said, I was praying because I haven't eaten in a week. Whoa. And that Yahweh would provide for me. Wow. <sighs> right? Think about, like, what we what we do, right? You know, oh, my gosh, you know, what kind of meal am I going to have? You know, like, it's not like, am I going to have food? It's what food do I want? Right. And here's, here's this person, like, hasn't eaten in a week, and, like, we were able to provide. So I hear that, and I'm like, I want to feed 60 people. I want to feed 300 people. Right. So, again, that's part of a successful, I don't really even like the word retirement either, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But, but I the, want to be able to bless others. Yeah. And that's a ministry that is, like, so powerful. Really good. So, uh, yeah, that, so if there's anything, that's something, you know, I mean, get a hold of me and. You know, we'll we'll put that link down below on yes. how to support awesome. that. Awesome, and yes. uh, and we'll put a link down to Fit Aid too. We'll put a link. <laughs> exactly. We'll put a link in the description for most things that we talked about on the yes. show. If you want to check any of it out, thank you so yes, much yes, yes. again for being on. I feel like our your ending statements could uh -huh. be a whole podcast in itself. Thank you so much. Let's do it again. Yeah, that's the, I I can't wait. All right, excellent, yeah. Daniel. Appreciate you, brother, and I appreciate your ministry as well. Um, you know all the help you, you give, Dr. Andrea, uh, and yes. and for Elevate Life. I mean, that is, you know, I I remember the first time I met you, you were you were taking care of business at a. Oh yeah. A, a, matter of fact, Lauren was at one of those. She was that was the year that she went, and uh, at Elevate Life yeah. uh, when we were in the older place. Yep. 
And uh, I'm like, who's this? Who's this kid? Like, you know, he's like, you're like, <laughs> you're like giving all these orders and everything else. I'm like, who's this little young kid? Like, you know, like <laughs> with all these like technical equipment, it was pretty, pretty impressive. Yes. So this is definitely the a, a ministry I'm passionate about. This is not right. my show. The TLT mm. move is not my own. I just so happen to be the host of this podcast. Right. Because I really do believe in what we do here at TLT. I, yes. I believe it's helping young people step up into identity and purpose. Yes. And that's what I'm all about. So, Well, and again, uh, you know, I, I remember it was, uh, yeah, there's a lot of work behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. That makes it happen. Uh, I mean, your your graphics, I mean, I, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, 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 it is very impressive. You, uh, Thank you. You again to whom much is given, much is required. Mm. So you've been blessed with a, a gift, and you're choosing to use it. You know, pour it into the ministry. So I say thank you to you for that as well. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the TLT Movement podcast. If you like what you heard, maybe it will bring somebody else in your life value too. So please share with a friend, subscribe to our YouTube, and comment. And let us know what you think. Our podcast is available on Spotify and Apple, and we would very much appreciate a five-star review. Visit our site, tltmovement.com.